Did you know that over 60% of the causes of children choking is food related? And 17% of that is from a very common food we know as the hot dog. Now you might be asking yourself, so what is it about a hot dog that makes it such a risky food for kids to eat? You know, hot dogs are the perfect consistency and when sliced, they're the perfect size to completely obstruct the airway, which is about the size of the pinky. Now, when you take that into consideration with very active people like this guy right here, they don't chew their food very well. And once they get laughing and playing, it's very easy for them to actually inhale a part of that food. And once it's inhaled, the consistency of that hot dog wedges very well, either at the larynx or below the larynx, to create a full obstruction where no air will go in or out. The best things to do preventatively would be to, if, if the child is too young or they don't like bread with their hot dog and you're just gonna feed them hot dogs, as you can see, these are almost a perfect cylinder, like a size of a coin. That's a good choking object there. What we wanna do is cut them into chunks. As you can see, they're much smaller, they're much easier to chew up. Uh, if the child doesn't have teeth yet, at least in the back, like molars, we're gonna to wanna to be really careful about the size of these soft hot dogs. Sometimes the hot dog itself has a skin too, and it's the skin that can get caught in their larynx and cause a choking problem as well. They might be asking yourself, okay, what if all that prevention doesn't work and the child begins choking? Well, the ways that we know they're choking, number one is that they won't be moving any air. So they won't be coughing forcefully, they won't be making any noises like talking or laughing, and they won't be able to get any air in. High-pitched squeaking noises maybe with a lot of gagging. The universal sign for choking is this, they might not be doing that. They might just be turning colors around the lips after about 30, 45 seconds and looking panicked. This is a good time for us to help reassure the child. I can help you. Now you'll notice I'm down at the child's level. That's important so that when we find the belly button of the child and we tuck our thumb inside of our fist and place it just above the fingertip, we don't want our arms to be on the rib cage and potentially break ribs. So that's why I lower myself down to the size of the child. And then with nice inward and upward thrusts, we're going to do those inward and upward thrusts until the object comes out or until the child goes unconscious. Now the parent's worst nightmare. If this child's airway obstruction does not come out with the abdominal thrusts, they're gonna go unconscious in a fairly short amount of time. It's then that we're going to lower them to the floor to help protect them from any type of head injury or any other injuries that would come from falling and then activate EMS. It's at this point then we're gonna go straight to the sternum right between the nipple line on the center of the chest of the child with one hand and do 30 deep compressions, about a third of the depth of the chest of the child. One and two and three and four and five and six and seven, 28, 29, 30. Hopefully those chest compressions now have pushed the object up the airway and I'll be able to open the mouth, look for the object and sweep it out if I see it. If I don't see it, I'm gonna give one rescue breath Look for the chest to rise and fall. If it doesn't rise and fall, I'm gonna reposition the head, try again. And if I don't get chest rise and fall, I'm gonna go right back into those 30 chest compressions until I get the object out or until help arrives. 
So nobody wants to think about choking, and we especially don't want to think about a loved one dying unnecessarily. So there's just a few things to remember. Cutting up things into smaller pieces that are easier to chew and swallow without choking. If there's any skins on the, the meat, make sure to take that off or cut that up as well so that the child doesn't choke on that either. And then the second part of that is making sure that active children take time out to eat their food safely. And then thirdly, if all of that doesn't work and the child does choke, you can be of help. So remember the easy steps of the abdominal thrusts, activating emergency medical services, and the chest compressions, and hopefully your summer will be safe. Hey, I hope this helps.